And I'm Erin. And this is Keeping Busy. Here we are. I'm back. Welcome back. From outer space. You were missed. No, not from outer space. Oh, thank you. I mean, no offense to my mother. I didn't mean any disrespect to my mother. I would love to do a, another episode with your mother someday where we could all somehow be in the same place at the same time. Because <laughs> I, I listened fun. to it and you guys are way too cute together. <laughs> <laughs> And your mom, like, we just talk about really, really stupid stuff, I feel like. And your mom is actually giving useful cooking tips. Now, remember, when you're filling this. <laughs> and I was like, man, that's, a, that's, that's pretty useful stuff to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is easier when you're making it live. Yeah. That's to true. remember all those things. Mm. But uh, much harder to coordinate. That's true. So what... No, never mind. I'm not going to break the mold. We'll keep doing it the way we always do it. I was going to ask, what, what did you do in your your hiatus? No, oh, I don't know. I, we can do it in whatever order you want. On my hiatus, <clears throat> I went to uh, visit my friend in California. Um, if you remember, when you were living in California, I did a I similar do. journey, and I went to see her and you because somehow at one point in my life, both of my friends <laughs> lived in California, uh, <laughs> completely across the country from me, and that's very inconvenient. So I went to visit so both of you. <laughs> uh, this time I just went to visit her because you still live here, and I moved back. Yay! Yay! Thank you. It was very handy. I did it for you. It was just for me. I know it was. <laughs> so I went and we hung out and caught up, and I got to do some fun. California e things that aren't really all that great here. For instance, we drove about five minutes down the street from her house, parked on the side of the road, and went to the ocean. No big deal. <laughs> and I come home and I say, Oh, it's going to be a nice day. I know. I'll take the kids to Hampton Beach. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Everybody and their brother's uncle called in all of their other relatives from outer space <laughs> and they were all there at the same time. So I had to drive an hour and a half and then wait for another half an hour to get into a parking spot. Oh, no. <laughs> and then the beach was super crowded and there was nowhere to sit. That's, that sucks. I was like, oh, Massachusetts, you lose. <laughs> Hampton Beach is in New Hampshire. Well, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I meant East Coast, you lose. Okay, there you go. There. That works. Well, I'm glad that you are you refreshed now. I am. It was lovely. There was definitely some moments when I was really soaking it in and actually said out loud, I wish I had a bucket of serenity that I could just fill for times when I'm just being driven absolutely out of my mind. In particular, the first morning I was there, we went and ate breakfast on the beach and had amazing amazing breakfast slow cooked uh, mexican seasoned pork and scrambled mm. eggs and corn tortillas sitting at a little table right on the sand watching the waves uh, oh wow yeah and i was just oh, sounds... taking deep breaths of it and holding it in <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> <laughs> and um the other thing is in california you go out and i she's in santa barbara so, I mean, you go outside and it's 
if it's 85, they're having a heat wave and it's always dry. Yeah. I mean, when I was there, I think it got up to 87 and she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. It's so hot right now. I was like, um, (laughs) this is wonderful. Was the water warm? The water was warm. It was gorgeous. Yeah. It was amazing. She didn't think it was warm. She thought it was very cold. She said she was, oh my gosh, why are you swimming in there? Um, (laughs) Because it's very hot and I wanted to go in the ocean. But then again, it is so dry and lovely. There are all those crazy wildfires. And we actually, one started while I was there. We were on the beach and there was not a cloud in the sky. And I looked over and it looked like someone had dropped a nuclear bomb not far away because the cloud of smoke was just billowing up. And I asked her, is that a wildfire over there? And she looked, yes, that is. And (laughs) it's still burning. Oh, my goodness. She said the last report was that um, they think it's going to take another week to get under control. That's so hard to comprehend. I know. It really is. I mean, that one wildfire is probably as big as most of Massachusetts. Jeez. I mean, maybe not. <laughs> That's No, I'm going to believe it now. No. Oh, yes. It is. I'm going to spread maybe, that around. Maybe Rhode Island. Yeah. <laughs> Rhode Island's teeny tiny. That's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you made some strawberry cream roll with your mother and how how did it come out i mean you made two right you said yeah i made one for the in-laws on fourth of july and then i made one with my mother to record the episode and they were both very tasty i highly recommend it if you have some strawberries you don't know what to do with them it was all around a good recipe awesome It's, it's kind of like i think they're like little debbie strawberry rolls or something but a billion times better what are those called? Like a Swiss roll? Like yeah, but they have like a strawberry of... version. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It doesn't have actual strawberries. It has goo. It's like it's like jelly. Yeah, I, I think it's called a jelly roll. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, they call they actually call them strawberry shortcake rolls in case anybody is really pedantic about their Little Debbies. <laughs> is it Little Debbie brand? There are Little Debbie ones, and those ones uh, are strawberry shortcake rolls. Okay. But I'm sure all of those snack cake companies have the same stuff, you know. Yeah, probably. Ding dongs versus king dongs and whatever. (laughs) That's a one called a king dong. Um, I'm pretty sure. No, maybe not. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Probably not. I was almost sure for a minute there, but now I'm thinking that's probably not one of those called. <laughs> I totally would have. I believe it. <clears throat> anyway, weird. moving on. <laughs> this time, though, <laughs> we each made zucchini bread. Oh, yeah, we made something this time. That's great to we talk did. about. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I'm part of a, a crop share in my town. I'm sorry, um, what did you say? <laughs> I'm part of a crop share. Oh, okay. So there's a, a local farm, and you buy a share, and then you're each week you go and pick up your share of the vegetables they have produced. And I just had this ginormous, vi- uh, ginormous vegetable, this ginormous zucchini. It was huge. 
And I didn't know what to do with it. So zucchini bread. Zucchini bread saves the day. Zucchini bread. That is an excellent idea. And I just happen to always have zucchini laying around the house. So I didn't have to shop for anything either, which I'm a fan of. So we each did different recipes. Yes. Where did you get your recipe? I did a search on the internet and looked at pictures to see which one looked how I wanted it to taste. (laughs) And I I ended up with um, Paula Deen zucchini bread. Oh. And which how one, much butter is in there? How much butter? No butter. Can you believe oh. that? There's no butter in it. I did put butter on it when I ate it, ah. but mm-hmm. not in it. I felt like it was only right. <laughs> put it on top. It, it deserves it. Yes. So what, um, what did you do? I got my recipe. I wanted a recipe that used applesauce. Oh. I was specifically looking for that. Why? It's a, because I think... I made a zucchini bread with applesauce once and was surprised at how moist it was. This is going to be a moist episode. Deal. Oh, I love it. Moist. <laughs> it was a very moist zucchini bread, and I thought that was delicious. Um, so I was searching around for an applesauce recipe, and then I realized, because I didn't connect in my brain before that, that, that people use applesauce as a substitute for the oil Yes. in order yeah. to bring down the calories. And I was like, well, I don't want no low-fat zucchini bread. So I found a recipe that uh, suggested half and half. Half applesauce, half oil. I thought that was a good combination. And I got that recipe from afamilyfeast.com. It's called Best Zucchini Bread Ever. Oh, I almost made that one. It looked very good. I also came very close to making one that had uh, partial almond flour in it. So how did yours come out? Very good. I'm very happy with it. It, I didn't notice the recipe was for two loaf pans. And I also didn't notice until I went to bake it that I don't own a loaf pan. (laughs) So I I do own a mini loaf pan. So, yes. uh, Please don't tell me you baked how, but you own one mini loaf pan? I own one mini loaf pan. So, how many mini loaves did it make? Uh, I think, oh shoot, I can't remember if there's eight mini loaves in a pan or ten. So it was either, it was two full pans and I had a little batter left over. So it's either 16 or 20 mini loaves. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a lot of mini loaves. It's a lot of baking. You know, it would, only, it would have only t- taken, uh, say, 40 minutes to have stuck both loaves in at once. But if yeah. you only have one mini loaf pan and you have to do 20 mini loaves separately, how did you even do that? It's like, well, no, it's like a muffin pan. It's like a muffin pan where it has oh. the compartments. Okay. So, so See, there's I literally eight. have a one-off mini loaf pan. What? When would you use that? Um, when you're giving gifts. It's ceramic and it's got a little oh. snowman on the outside. Someone gave it to me as a gift. Oh, that's very fancy. Mm. Have you used it? Uh, I have, actually, yes. Okay. It releases very well. You'd be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) This is my release pan. Yeah. (laughs) It's let's go. (laughs) Uh, Oh, is that a Frozen reference? Because it's a snowman? Huh? Let it go? No, it wasn't. Well, let's let's pretend it was. Good one, Carrie. Yeah. 
I'm on up on, up on all the uh, great kids movies. Okay, do you want to walk through your recipe? Walking through. Let me see. I will pull it up. Okay, so <laughs> um, as per usual on this podcast, there is a lovely recipe that goes along with the zucchini bread I made. And did I use it? Kind of. (laughs) I did change some stuff in it. So you get your dry ingredients. It's got nutmeg and cinnamon in it, which I wanted in my zucchini bread because I think that's really necessary in there. But it also Mm -hmm. has, the recipe calls for three and a quarter cups of flour. This also makes two loaves. Three and a quarter cups of flour, three cups of sugar. (laughs) That was... A bit much for me, so I cut it down to two and a quarter cups of sugar, and I did one of those cups as brown sugar. Ah. I swapped in coconut oil for vegetable oil, and otherwise kept it... Oh, it calls for a third of a cup of water, which I thought was weird because I've never seen that in a recipe, especially one with zucchini in it, which usually adds a lot of water to the recipe to begin with. So I cut the water down to a quarter of a cup and I squeezed my zucchini before I put it in Mm. Um, and finally it calls for one cup of chopped nuts and instead of doing chopped nuts I did half shredded unsweetened coconut and half mini chocolate chips oh yeah that's right I should have guessed that you put chocolate in that I am kind of chocolate obsessed I'm not gonna lie about that (laughs) pretty much Anything I make, especially baked goods, is probably going to get some chocolate added. (laughs) So anyway, I had a problem with my baking pans too because it makes two loaves. I have one loaf pan and it's instead of a wide loaf pan, it is a very tall loaf pan, which I figured this is going to be trouble. So I did half of the batter in my muffin tin and the other half of the batter in the tall muffin Oh my god, tall muffin. (laughs) And the other half of the batter in my tall loaf pan. Well, the muffins came out great. The muffins are golden brown and cooked all the way through. And they are moist and tasty. And I think you probably know where I'm going with this. The loaf pan was (laughs) awful. Uh, The outside got overbrowned. The inside was still raw. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, they're, the edges of it, even though they got overcooked, are still pretty tasty. But I hate dense tea bread recipes that end up raw in the middle. And granted, probably the fault lay in my, my pan. But, <laughs> but I mean, if it just says put in a loaf pan and it doesn't say the dimensions of the loaf pan, it should just work in a loaf pan. That's right. So that's, that's my only complaint about it, is that the middle was till soggy. This is probably not going to translate well into conversation, but what is your preference on like the denseness to fluffiness factor on your zucchini breads? Um, I generally like them more, a little more dense towards the tea cake or quick bread side of the spectrum rather than something that's more like a yeast leavened bread texture. Mm-hmm. And not super cakey, I guess. Okay. 
I like to, it to be pretty sturdy without being too... I like the denseness, but not overly moist. Okay. I think. <laughs> I don't know. What would you say <laughs> for yours? I'm thinking... This is such a moist episode. I th- I'm thinking like a like a, a, a moist cupcake. Yeah. Slightly denser. Yeah, I think so. But like that crumb level. Yeah. That sounds about right. This will be an easier conversation to have. We are planning to swap, because this made so much recipe, mm-hmm. we're planning to actually swap a portion of our baked goods through snail mail. So this will be an easier conversation to have once we have a sample of the other person's zucchini bread, I think. Yeah. And say, oh, mine was drier or mine was fluffier or whatever. Mm-hmm. Depending on when the our packages arrive to each other, uh, maybe we could do like a little update thing. That's a great idea. We'll see how the timing works out. Yeah. So mine had... It's interesting that you said that you uh, used two and a quarter cups sugar because that's where mine started with from. Mm-hmm. Two and a quarter cups sugar with three cups of flour. So it sounds like we ended up with sort of the same proportions after you cut it down. Yeah, actually, mine um mine did have a little more flour, so I guess uh, mine's got a little less sugar to flour ratio. Mm-hmm. But approximately. Did you, um, does, is yours spiced? Uh, it has cinnamon and vanilla extract, but no nutmeg. Oh, I never even, mine does not even have any vanilla. That's interesting. Oh. I feel like every baked good has vanilla. Yeah, it's like your default. You need flour, you need sugar, you need vanilla. Yeah, and then even chocolate stuff has vanilla in it. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and because I had this giant zucchini, I found that the percentage of the inside zucchini goo, I feel like it was higher. Yeah. The ratio of inside zucchini goo to like the, the slightly harder outside zucchini was higher. So I was worried it was just very kind of Sloppy. Like, slushy. Yeah. Yes. So d- did you squeeze your zucchini out before you added it? I did not squeeze it. Mm. No, I didn't think of that. Like I, I squeezed out my zucchini and I added less water and it ended up still being too soupy. Hmm. Hmm. An interesting thing is because I only had the one uh, mini loaf pan, I made the first batch and then, you know, I put the the batter in the fridge because it's so dang hot out. And then when I went to do the second batch, it was like the batter kind of settled out a little. Yeah. Like the, the loaves from the second batch are a lot smoother and I, I kind of like them better. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not sure... I can't figure out why, and if it's just a an image thing where they look better. Yeah. Did you, oh, I didn't a... even take a picture of any of it. <laughs> well, do you still have it? Um. Is, yes, I do have. Is it all eaten? Yeah. It's not all eaten. No, I just made it today. That would be pretty bad if. Yeah. It was all eaten. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past myself, but. I tried to vacuum seal a bunch of these because I had just had so many, and oh my goodness, that was not a good idea. <laughs> they are they squished. Yeah. They are squished flat. But I froze them anyway because, you know, they're squished. So there's no going back. <laughs> See how those come out. I don't know. How long did yours take to bake? Was there a big time difference between, I guess, not there was really a between huge the loaf? time difference between the muffins and the loaf. I mm-hmm. put them in both at the same time. And the muffins took, I think, 
20 minutes, which seems long for muffins, I feel like, but I think it's because they were in there with the muff, uh, with the loaf pan as well. And they were kind of all in the same rack because of stupid things with my oven. Anyways, (laughs) they're all in the same rack. So I don't think there was very good heat circulation. So it took 22 minutes or 20 minutes for the muffins, but then it took probably an extra half hour or so for the loaf. Yeah, yeah. mine took about 30, 35 minutes for the mini loaves. So, And the recipe says to, to bake the full loaf for 45 to 60 minutes, which is quite a range. Yeah, well, that's, I, guess, I guess my my full loaf probably fell in that range, but I could tell by minute you know, 30 or so that it was going to get overbrowned before it ever cooked in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's so sad. Yeah. You're just waiting for the disaster to finish. Yeah, because you can see that the outsides are a color. Ooh, this looks good. Oh, wait a second. It's complete soup in the middle. That's not going to work out well. No. <laughs> so, would you make your recipe again? Um, I think I would, but only in smaller pan form. I don't even think I would bother with the wider, flatter form of the loaf it's just not not worth the 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 risk of having the soggy middle i would just go straight to either mini loaves or muffins but it's but i think the uh the flavor and texture of it was very good okay was there anything that you did with yours that you were like hmm that was a mistake and i think it would have come out better if hmm i think i did a good job on this one yay yay me good because i'm gonna eat it and i can't wait to eat something (laughs) tasty and delicious it did say to use pecans which i think is crazy gotta go walnuts if you're going nuts what you gotta go walnuts oh i agree mine says walnuts or pecans too and i was looking for my walnuts when i considered and then decided to go with just chocolate chips instead um (laughs) But yeah, pecans don't seem right to me in zucchini bread either. Definitely walnuts. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about. No, but besides that, I, I stayed tr- pretty true to the recipe. And uh, yeah. And... There you go. I enjoy them. We're going to make something else next time. Okay, so talking about things that we could be making, I'm looking at sorbets. And what about, so a lot of people do, obviously, fruit sorbet. I think that's kind of the point. But... Um, do you think you could do a matcha sorbet? Well, uh, yeah, you must be able to do that. Because you know what tastes actually very good together? I used to get this ice cream, and part of it was ice cream, but the the matcha part was ice cream, and then it had peach sorbet swirled in. And it was actually super refreshing and delicious. Because I hadn't really thought that the green tea ice cream itself, I mean, that the peach sorbet itself would be very great but i it was the only commercially available green tea ice cream i had found so i tried it and it was miraculous can't remember who put it out though but i don't know if sorbet i mean i don't know if green tea sorbet would be any good yeah i feel like it's you always see that as an ice cream not a sorbet the other other option is have you ever tried chocolate sorbet no so chocolate sorbet is completely dairy-free, but it is also creamy and amazing because the cocoa and the butter fat emulsify so well that you actually don't need any dairy. Hmm. So it's kind of this crazy, oh my gosh, how can I be eating just frozen chocolate, but it tastes like super rich 
fatty, fatty, McFat, fat chocolate ice cream. <laughs> that sounds great. So do you want to do you want to try a granita then and a sorbet, or do you want to just try the? Isn't that just like a like it's like a, like a parfait with soft serve ice cream and some kind of sorbet or something like that? No, granita's basically just ice, <laughs> flavored ice that's been frozen, but as it freezes, you scrape it up with a fork. So it turn instead of turning into a hard block, it turns into kind of flakes. So think huh. about in the winter when the tops of the puddles are frozen, but the water underneath is still wet, and you go around and you smash through it like glass. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like busting it's all that up. Collecting that. It, yeah, it's kind of like busting that all up into a bowl, but having flavor in it. Ooh, they are pretty. Can you do it? Do you think you could do it with a ice cream maker? Uh, I think you if don't you have to do it, it by hand, do you? Uh, the kind of the point is to do it by hand. And just like Ugh. go go back every couple of hours and just scrape it up. I think if you did it with an ice cream maker, you would end up with sorbet, kind of, yeah. or something yeah, approximating okay. sorbet. So you want the texture to be flakier. I see. Ooh, it says you can add wine and liqueurs if you want mm-hmm. an adult version. Yeah, so that's that's actually what I thought you did. I thought you had made something with rum or like mm. wine or something like a what are those things called that always sound good and i never like them <laughs> the wine and fruit stuff sangria hmm. sangria i'm always like ooh, sangria and then i drink it i'm like sangria what sangria is d- delicious i've had maybe two sangrias that i've enjoyed my entire life well i need to make you my sangria hmm is a wonderful sangria. Okay. Actually, I think I've had your sangria, and I think that was one of the ones that I actually liked. I was Yay. like, ooh, this tastes like wine and juice. I like it. <laughs> yeah, if you're adding Sprite or some kind of soda to your sangria, you just do it wrong. Yeah, that doesn't sound right either. I just feel like most of the times I've had it, it just tastes like wine, and then I have chunks of fruit in it, and there's no actual mashing infusion. of the fruit or infusion yeah. of the fruit with the wine or vice versa. No, I think the the right way to make sangria is actually to add um, like a soda of some kind. And so I'm probably just, I shouldn't say that you're doing it wrong if you add soda. It's just for my personal preference, you're doing it wrong. I don't know. I think it, I think it is definitely a bastardization of the original form. <laughs> probably, yeah, they probably didn't have soda back in the day. <sighs> so just look at this real quick. Okay. What the hell? What? Rhubarb and gin sorbet with rose cream. That is some fancy shit. That's a little too fancy for me. No I kidding. I need a slightly dumbed down from that. Yeah, right. Oh, let me just go get my container of rose water so I can mm-hmm. flavor this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I do, I do think... I do think we should do something frozen. I'm excited about this frozen thing. I think we just need to decide what frozen thing we want to do. Okay. Um, yeah, this, this uh, what is it, a chocolate sorbet that you sent? Yeah. I'm reading it, and it doesn't sound like it would be yummy, but I believe you. No, I you. know. It doesn't. You want to know what, though? I really believe me because I had it for real. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so I was on a chocolate tour of Boston for somebody's bachelorette party. That's what they did is they had everybody go around to a chocolate tour of Boston. And one of the places was this sub shop or a pizza shop or something. And I'm like, why are we at this pizza shop? Uh, Also, give me some pizza. Um, And they did not give me pizza. They did not give me chocolate pizza. But what they did have on the menu was dark chocolate sorbet. And it blew my mind. The chocolate flavor is over-the-top incredible, and it's super creamy and delicious. It tastes like a fudgesicle, and there's no dairy in it. Okay, I think we have to try this. Okay, I'm on board. Okay. Okay, so if you've never made sorbet or you don't know what it is, um, it's generally flavored sugar water that's been made in an ice cream machine um, to be a frozen ice cream like thing but with no dairy or eggs a lot of people make fruit sorbets but this one has cocoa powder and semi-sweet chocolate instead now the interesting thing about this is even though there's no dairy or no eggs this chocolate sorbet is super super creamy and fudgy and delicious the texture for something that has no actual cream in it is amazing and i think it has to do with the ability of cocoa to emulsify fat and water and probably a little bit because you're using some straight up chocolate which obviously has cocoa butter in it so i am looking do you want to pick the same recipe to do or you want to do a look it up on your own challenge I think we should do the same one. This just seems, maybe I'm underestimating how common this is. Mm -hmm. It seems like such a special, special thing. I think it's gotten very common uh, as far as how many recipes are on the internet right now and in ice cream books and stuff like that. I have come across David Lebovitz's chocolate sorbet, which is on food52.com. And I think I've done some of his other recipes before. I can't remember if they, I think they were for ice cream. And he's got a ton of really good information on how to be successful making ice cream. So this seems like the recipe I would want to go to first. I like that he has uh, the measurements also in grams. I find that very helpful. I do I wish too. more people would do that. I know, it really should be more ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. No, this one, it seems so simple. Like, I'm in complete denial. I know. That this is going to work. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to try. Yes. It'll be great. I'm telling you, it's going to be good. It's going to be very good. The only thing you might have a complaint about is how chocolatey it is. Because I know mm-hmm. we've had some things in the past where... I thought it was amazing. And you think, oh my goodness, that's just too much chocolate. (laughs) I don't usually have that problem. I have some house guests staying with us uh, the next couple nights. Not tonight, but the next couple nights. And maybe I will whip this up quickly. Tomorrow, we'll be providing them with a nice home-cooked meal tomorrow. And this could be the dessert. The one thing I will say is that Um, As with most ice creams and frozen dessert type deals, you should probably make the mixture and let it 
refrigerate for at least a couple of hours, if not overnight, makes it taste better and it also makes it freeze faster. And the faster things like this freeze, the smaller the ice crystals are. Ah, and which that I means probably, creamier. Which I probably learned from a post from David Lebovitz. Go David Lebovitz. Yeah, ice cream master. These pictures look very helpful. All right, David, I trust you. If you say so. So that's what we're going to do for next week. Now, Carrie. Yes. What other crafty things have you been doing? I have been crocheting a cat bed. Oh. It's not very exciting. I found a box kind of the shape of two six-packs. You know how they sometimes have those boxes where you stick soda, like two six-packs of soda in them? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's more than that. Maybe it's four six-packs. Anyways, a box about that size that my cat has been sleeping in a ton. And I was thinking to myself, I know. I'll just crochet some of this yarn that I have in my yarn stash and make a little insert for this cardboard box so my cat can sleep on something soft. So it's not that exciting, but it's a square with sides and it goes in a box. (laughs) Wonderful. I also have been working on some 3D printing models in FreeCAD. I think that's what it's called. It is. It's called FreeCAD. Very exciting. And what I'm working on is some um, a dice box. Ooh. Ooh. So it's just to organize your dice. It's going to have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think it's seven dice. I can't remember. Spots. Yes, seven. And it's got a bottom container part for the box and a top lid that fits on with a lip so it stays on there and it has an insert inside that um, you can set your dice in your seven dice and then it closes up so you can also take the insert out keep your dice organized on your table while using the bottom of the box for rolling Ooh, yeah that sounds very convenient (laughs) it's a pretty simple design right now but I figure once I have it you know, decent and do a pretty quick uh, print up of it. I can vary it this way or that way to to make it better. Neat. So is this your, have you made it yet? I have in the design phase. I have not printed it out, but I'm still ironing out some of the issues with the model itself. Like I, I made the insert the same exact size as the inside of the box, which obviously if any of my printing either shrinks or expands or has any you know feet or anything on it it's not going to fit so i have to work mm-hmm. on some of the tolerances okay. but the design is is mostly finished oh, that's awesome I'm very excited to see this at least on a very basic level it's literally <laughs> just a circle box <laughs> if it gets the job done yeah and how about you what have you been doing crafty whole lot of nothing whole lot of nothing what oh, no <laughs> ever all that closest... costume making and floor making you've just been nothing in it up i bought the the material that i need for uh for the last few pieces of my costume and i haven't touched it it's very bad i think so i bought i need to make little boot covers and little i don't know they're like wrist somethings they're not bracelets they're like bigger i don't know what to call them bracers maybe they kind of cover your forearm yeah, it's 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 like if if you had a bracelet that was two inches wide, and just so a cuff. Yeah, a cuff. There you go. Thank you. 
like Wonder Woman boot covers. Yes, there you go. So I bought a cloak off Amazon, and then I went to Joanne's Fabrics to try and find a similar color fabric that I could make. Yeah, that I could make the boots and the cuffs out of. And of course, you're never gonna get a perfect match. So I'm really disappointed. I got the closest match. I got it home. And then I realized, hey, I need a stretchy material to make the boot covers. Yeah. This doesn't have any stretch to it. So I kind of like bummed myself out. What color are the boot covers? I forgot what the... And it's all purple. Purple. That's right. Uh, I only got three weeks left. Ooh, yeah. Is that right? So I need to get on it. That's going to be my goal ugh, next week. Yeah. It's hard to do crafts with house guests. It is. That's how I feel about my children. <laughs> They're just visiting for 18 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. I think to myself, ooh, I'd like to do some crafts. And I'm like, oh, these people won't leave. And I realize, oh, <laughs> those are my children. It's going to be a while. Yeah. Yeah, you're stuck for a while. I gotta, I'm going to get back into it because I'm running out of time. But it's just the summer is so busy. Yeah, summer is awesome and very busy. And then it goes by too fast. Yeah. But we're going to continue enjoying summer Mm -hmm. by having delicious frozen desserts. Yes. Delicious frozen chocolate overload. Frozen chocolate overload. I like the name. I think that sounds way better than chocolate sorbet. Actually, (laughs) in the the spirit of chocolate overload, maybe I'll put some chocolate chips in mine. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'll swirl in some chocolate ganache. Maybe I'll make a um, a marshmallow sauce to cancel out some of the chocolate. Ooh. So there. Maybe I will or also make I marshmallow won't. sauce and then we'll stir in some cocoa so it'll be chocolate marshmallow sauce. <laughs> Just regular. <laughs> I think that'll do it for us. Remember to email your recipe suggestions or questions or updates on what you're working on to keepingbusypodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook. Just search for Keeping Busy Podcast. You can see pictures of our zucchini bread and links to the the recipes that we used. We'll also put up a link to the recipe that we're going to use next time. And we are also on Instagram. So check all those out. Hey, Instagram. Yay. Well, please review and subscribe to us in iTunes. It helps us out a lot and introduce us to your friends. So that, that everyone can make delicious food with us. Yes. Join us. And until next time, we'll be keeping busy. And you should too. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that at the end, but I did. <laughs> Good. I might cut it out today.